Thank you for tuning in to the Elephants Among Us podcast. You are listening to Lou and T, where nothing is off limits. We are addressing everything, especially the elephants among us. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to T and Lou. And today's elephant in the room is mental health. We think mental health is very important. And we also think it is important to be aware of your own crisis situation. So as you all know, mental health is a very touchy subject when it comes to our own personal selves. Like we can talk about mental health with somebody else or their journey. But when it comes to our own yeah, we just going to leave that alone. So, Lou, what do you think the biggest overall stigma of mental health is right now? Embarrassment. For an example, I remember a time um, when I was going through a little crisis. And I would argue and fight with my mom because she said, you know, I needed, you know, help. I needed counseling. And I was so afraid of being stereotyped or, you know being labeled as, you know, that crazy person or, you know, to just deal with the embarrassment around my friends that I, you know, I argue with her and I'd be like, no, I'm not going. But I actually, you know, swallowed my pride and I went. I didn't go long enough to see if it would actually benefit me. But just from going, like I found, you know, strength in it to actually sit down and talk to somebody. And I felt like, you know, uh, I got to the point to where I could accept, you know, something was wrong and I was, you know, willing to fix it. And it actually helped me to, you know, overcome, not overcome it in a major way, but it was just a start toward, okay, you know what? It's okay with having, you know, something wrong. Let me fix it. Let me, you know, do something about it instead of, you know, going day to day, going through the motions and pretty much being a walking time bomb. So I just feel like that embarrassment of, you know, what people would think or, oh, no, you know, not me. You know, I feel like that's, you know, a big issue, but it's nothing wrong with saying, hey, you know what? I need help because I feel like we're all one and we all deal with, you know, so many things. Just because you deal with it doesn't mean that this person deal with it or I mean, this person doesn't deal with it because, you know, we're all connected. So I just feel like that's, you know, one of the biggest things being able to, you know, accept it. I like how you said that you seen you found strength in going to counseling because most people think if you seek out for help, it means you're weak, but it's actually the most strongest, I guess, if I'm using it right, thing you can do is seek help, especially when you know there's something wrong in it. Getting that, I guess, helping hand to identify um, what's wrong. Yeah, I did. I um, I looked at it as, you know what, I'm changing something that's wrong. You know, so, like just like I feel with a lot of things, it's all in how, you know, how you look at it. So, what are your thoughts on it? What do you think? I think mental health is very important. I believe mental health, mental behaviors can be passed down, um, especially if you don't address something. 
within, like if I don't address something within myself, I know I have a problem. Maybe it's anxiety or depression. Ultimately, I'm teaching my kids, okay, when you are stressed out, you have a panic attack unconsciously. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important. And even if you don't feel like you have anything mentally going on, it's nice to just go to talk, talk to someone who don't know you and just unwind, refresh, and start all over again. So so do you think it's, it's beneficial? So what do you think about talking to somebody that you know? I think somebody like, you trust. I think that's more of a better word. Somebody you know is okay, but do you know them and you trust them? Like, trust them to know that your the betterment of you is in their hand. You know, some people want to know your business. Everybody will listen. True, true. But true. are they listening to make sure, just to be a listening ear or a listening ear in a running mouth? That's, that's the thing. I got you. So if you, so if someone was dealing with mental health, what would be your approach on, you know, them, you know, talking to them, letting them know, hey, it's okay, you know, to get help. And what would you say to that person? I wouldn't mention therapy until I knew it was severe, you know, but it's nothing wrong with being a listening ear to somebody or maybe even saying, hey, I have, you know, I go see this person. Maybe we can do like a friendly session or which I got a homegirl that's a counselor. So when we do women empowerment events and stuff like that, she's there to kind of lend that helping hand to get people like she's certified. You know what I'm saying? So she's not there to be like, oh, well, I'm about to diagnose you right now or whatever the case may be. But to do the therapeutic communication that maybe me or you just can't do as a home girl. I got you. So what are your thoughts about mental health and children? Such as all the ADHD diagnosis and... That's funny. ADHD is so funny to me. Um... Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not a doctor, so I don't. I can't say. But just from you know, me seeing certain things, I just don't believe in ADHD. I just feel like you know, everybody's you know so busy nowadays they don't have time to spend with their children. So their children is actually you know seeking attention, and I feel like you know that's another diagnosis for people to you know you know, run with, and it's not going to be good for their child in the long run, you know, I I just feel like they just need attention. They need someone to take time with them. And I think it's so easy to forget, you know, that kids are, you know, they're just like us, but in a smaller version, you know, some people take parenting, you know, very lightly, but they're not, you know, thinking about, you know, their childhood or how they was raised and not thinking these people are going to have to grow up and how they're going to cope with everyday life. So I just feel like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like ADHD is, is a small fix. And it's just kids that need attention and need someone to spend time with them. I can what agree. Uh, when I, when my daughter was in pre-K, they had scheduled a meeting for us. So basically to let her go seek help um, to get diagnosed with ADHD. And I'm still against it. I was against it then. I'm against it now. Because I felt, no offense to teachers, I feel like teachers are not as patient as they used to be. Um, like you said, you got this kid with this extra energy. Well, let's 
let them be the teacher's helper for the day. You're in charge of sharpening pencils for the day. You're in charge of every time I need the board erased, you're in charge of it. Like, give them something to focus their attention on. One of my sisters kept getting in trouble on the bus, and they was blaming it on her ADHD. Well, by the time she gets on the bus in the afternoon, her medicines were off and stuff like that. So let's up her meds so that it at least lasts until she get home. And I don't think that's fair, first of all, to the parents, because now we got to up meds so that the teachers can cope with the kids, but the parents on the downside still get the hyper in. And I was I was against that. I was like, why don't we just channel her energy somewhere else? You tell her, today when you get on the bus, count all the red cards you see. And let me know how many red cards you see when you get off the bus. Tomorrow, count all the big trucks you see. Just finding that way to help people cope without having to medicate them so much where they become yeah. dependent on it. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, like you said, I feel like the teachers, I'm not going to just say the teachers, I feel like the school system, I feel like times have changed and I feel like the school should change as well. Like kids are more advanced than they were, so they go to school and they're bored. Right. They know everything that you're teaching them, they're bored, so they're going to do other stuff. They're going to be distracted and all this stuff is going on. So I, I understand that teacher thing because I had problems with, you know, my son and you know, his teacher, you know, about, you know, they would contact me and say, hey, you know what? He's not paying attention. He's reading a book in class. And, you know, I really couldn't get in, you know, get on to him for that because I feel like, you know, well, challenge him. He's there. You know, he know everything that you're teaching him. He's bored. You mm -hmm. know, so I get the teacher thing. Yeah, there's things have changed. So have you ever had to be put on medication to deal with any mental illness situation you had I did I actually went to the doctor and um she gave me anxiety medicine which I took for two days because I felt like you know she really wasn't listening to me I didn't want to feel I wanted help with my problems in the way I looked at it I didn't want to be medicated I didn't want to be um I didn't want to feel sedated I didn't want to I want to be here I want to be in the present so I just needed someone to help me look at it different than the way I was looking at it. And um, she gave, she didn't really, she listened, but she didn't really, it was more so the attitude, well, I'm the doctor, you're the patient. Here, take this, you'll be fine. And, you know, I was like, eh, well, let me take it. I think I took it for like two days and like, that was it. I was like, what am I doing? Back I don't, Yeah, I don't need medicine. I just need to look at this differently. I just need a way to deal with this and I don't want to be medicated, so... I had ran into a crisis situation where I was crying uncontrollably. I didn't want to go to sleep. I, I don't know what was going on with me. But when I went to one of the doctor's offices, they basically stood behind the um, nurse's station or behind the door or wherever they check you in. And I heard the doctor say she just wants, she's just pain seeking or she's just med seeking. And it really like, made me shut all the way down and walk out because nobody wants to be labeled, especially when you're trying to seek help. But then I ran into a psychiatrist uh, that I was referred to. And I love her because she asked me, what do I think my problem was? And then she told me what she thought I was going through. But she asked me, now, how do you want to solve it? Do you want to try to do it on your own? Do you think that we should enter medication in it? And I I was able to ask her questions like, if I was to take this certain medication, 
how long do you think I want I will be on it because I just want short term. I want anything short term. And I was like, well, maybe I should just try to get a routine and try to change it myself before I be dependent on the medication. So we, I told her my plan, which was to exercise more, to get out more and try to do things, be on a routine schedule, do things that I really enjoy. And we did a follow-up to see if those things were working like two months later. And so I think that was a great experience. I would recommend anybody to her. That's good. That's good. I, um, like I said, I don't currently, you know, take any medication at the moment, but I had to identify, you know, the reason I was feeling the way that I was feeling. And I had to do a lot of things differently as, as far as my, um, my social crowd, my, like you said, the routine life. And pretty much, you know, sometimes people can have an effect on you to where, you know, you don't even deal with your problems, but it's other people's problems. Yes. And, you know, you can't always be, you know, the hero. And so I just had to, you know, deal with people a little differently to where I can only focus on, you know, my problems and eliminate a few things. And after that, you know, I could, you know, see things clearly and, you know, do a lot of stuff because you're not meant to, you know, carry on other people's problems. You know, and I had to learn that pretty much the hard way. It actually, you know, kind of broke, you know, broke me down. But that was one of the things that, you know, I feel like I had to do. I believe in that. To better myself. 100%. I had got to a time in my life where I would only talk to people two hours. You had two hours. So if I only talked to you for five minutes, then the next person I talked to had an hour and 55 more minutes. And I would just... Nobody could have seen those two hours because I didn't want to take on anybody else's burdens. I didn't want to have the weight of what anybody else is going through because it's so easy for us, especially as women, to be the nurturers in any situation mm-hmm. given. True. And you got friends after friends after friends or coworkers after coworkers calling you, releasing, yes, releasing all that on you. And then next thing you know, you got an attitude for a problem that ain't even yours. So... Yeah. And it it affects you mentally. It affects your home life. It affects everything around you. So I had to be conscious of what I let in my circle. And once people start seeing that, oh, she's not, you know, she's not having it no more. They start take actually taking responsibility of their own situation, their own problem. So like you said, you can't be everybody's hero. Awkward silence. <laughs> so how do you feel now? Do you feel like um, you accomplished everything that you want to accomplish as far as like getting back to the right space, you know, the head space and you feel pretty good? Every day is a constant struggle, especially with dealing with like anxiety, depression. Every day is still like a obstacle to overcome. But I'm doing it. Like, I really feel like I'm conquering mental health, especially the stigma. Like, I'm not afraid to talk to it, uh, talk about it. I'm not afraid to, I guess, talk to it. Like, hey, we're not going to do this today. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> because you have to. You have to. Otherwise, it will control you and you will be in a fetal position. I know I was in the bed for like days at a time until it was time to go to work. And then, even though in the at work, I'm moving, but I'm still, like, mentally in a fetal position. Up there, yeah. So, 
it's a constant struggle. And then trying to be what you preach. You can't tell people, hey, go out and get help if you're not even willing to go out and get help yourself. So That's true. That's true. I feel pretty good. Like I said, I have to do a lot of stuff differently. And I didn't, you know, not saying that medication is a, you know, a bad route. That was, you know, it's great. But I just had to do a lot of stuff differently. And I look at stuff differently. I don't let, you know, I try not to let a lot of stuff overwhelm me or do a lot of stuff that I would usually do. Like going shopping, knowing you don't have the extra money and now you're stressed out about bills, you know, like stuff like that. I just don't, I don't know. Just try to do a lot of stuff differently. And I feel pretty good. I believe in that too. Like taking away some of the own stressors you create in your own life. So that's important also. Yeah, we could go on and on talking about, you know, mental health and our experiences, but we're actually running out of time. But um, we're actually going to do a part two. So if you guys have any um, questions or comments or anything, please leave a message and we will get back with you. Um, T, you got anything that you want to add? I just want to add the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. And anybody that, you know, I just want to say this, mental health is not, you know, something to take lightly. If you guys, you know, having any problems, please, you know, get help. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that, you know... You're less of a person. It actually shows strength and, you know, identifying with yourself and showing self-love and, you know, willing to change things. But that was all. Thanks for listening. Please leave a comment. Thank you.